Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, You on Blog Talk Radio. Mind, Body, Spirit, You is a collaboration between five inspirational and unique women who have joined together with the intent to assist you in making your life the very best it can be. You can find us at www.mindbodyspiritu.com. There are many live shows and podcasts offered each month, and all are available in the free archives under the Mind, Body, Spirit, You tab at Blog Talk Radio. Our shows cover a variety of topics, healing, spirituality, health and wellness, metaphysical concepts, and scientific discoveries. Many of our shows allow time for you to call in and ask for assistance on your journey of transformation and discovery. We are all aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our minds, our bodies, our spirits, and our world. And that is exactly what we are here to discuss. So please, join us in the spiral of life, and together we will learn, grow, and transform. Here's the show. Hi everyone, and welcome to the Holistic Health Hour with me, Professional Holistic Life Strategies Coach, Aleka Thorvalson. And as you know, this is a show all about looking at our health, our relationships, our lives from a whole, W-H-O-L-E, or holistic perspective. It is my intention to create a new kind of dialogue about our health, about our bodies, about our lives that empowers us to make real changes from the inside out. Yeah, welcome everybody. As I was just starting this podcast, I was um, looking outside and realizing that there is some sun peeking out. Um, I haven't seen the sun in days, and I'm so ready for spring to happen. I'm sure wherever you are, I hope, um, it's, it's springing, but I think many, many of us have been really cold, and I am no exception. It is, it, I'm in the deep south in Charleston, South Carolina, and whew, it has been unseasonably cold. So um, it was kind of a cool thing to just, as I was starting today, um, noticing that the sun, which I haven't seen in days, was starting to emerge. So good. Maybe it is on the horizon. I look forward to it. Um, and I also look forward to doing another podcast on continuing what my last podcast was all about and we talked about intuition and so this this evening it's going to be my second in the series on intuition and if you'd like to hear the first part of the series it is archived as all of our radio shows and podcasts are at mind body spirit you on blog talk radio and as I say every show, and I really appreciate it, please feel free to contact me with questions, comments, show ideas. If you want to be a guest or you think someone else would be a good guest, get in touch with me. You can find me at um, Mind, Body, Spirit, You, and that's the letter U. Or you can find me 
you know, via my my um, my personal website, which is www.alekasky.com, and there's tons of ways to contact me there. All the Facebook and Gmail and phone and text, whatever works. So um, yeah, so I love hearing feedback from from everybody, and I, I get um, a good bit of it. And certainly, when we're doing a series like this, it's great to open it up to you all, not to necessarily have the opportunity to call in live, but you can find me. You can you can get me any questions or comments that you have that way. So the last show, I defined basics around the concept of intuition, and we discussed some different types of intuition. And in this show, it's my intention to go a little bit deeper with the topic of intuition. Um, for example, what, you know, not necessarily just what is it, we defined that the last time, but how do we hear it? What does it sound like? How do we get in touch with it? And a great question, I think, is how do we know that what we're hearing or feeling or knowing is intuition rather than our, our logical minds. So how can we tell the difference? And I think that's an important question, not to say that one, you know, logic versus intuition, one is more important, or is it? You know, that's another topic that we can bring up tonight. Um, but it's important to recognize so we do not invalidate our intuition with logic or then disregard our logic with intuition, which can actually happen. I know that might sound strange, but that can happen too. So this is what I'm going to talk uh, talk about today, touch on this. So we talked about that, or maybe we didn't talk about this actually, but I think it's important to note that both that logical kind of external view of the world um, versus intuition being that inner focus, right? Both are ways of gathering data and making decisions based on that data. And so let's go a little bit deeper with that concept. We talked about logic is, is based on thinking, and it's that outward focus of data collection and reasoning. It would be more of the cause and effect, more of the planning, and it's more linear thinking. Our logical mind is, is that uh, mental, more mental voice, perhaps, we could call it that way, that thinking mind that accesses past experiences, statistics, probability, and reason to communicate and organize information. Logic tends to be more based on facts, you know, what we've, we've learned and what we quote-unquote know, and draws from our own experience as well as the experience of others. And this part of our mind is so necessary for, for making decisions, at times creating timelines, planning, discipline, really putting our ideas into form, getting things done. And energetically, logic, that just a sense of it, is very grounding and boundary setting and allows us to stay the course and really complete things. So we need that, that logical balance. So, and then intuition, by contrast, and I'm not going to talk too much about that just in definition-wise because I spent so much time on it the last um, podcast. But intuition, by contrast, then, would be more of this inward focus way of, of gathering data. It is our, maybe our, we could say, our feeling intelligence. 
and it tends to be more contextual with a broader scope of understanding and creating meaning. It, it, it tends to be more symbolic. Um, it, it would more like the, um, a wider perspective contrasted with you know, the, that kind of structured um, energy of logic or reason. So it would look at the whole picture, perhaps, rather than the parts. And again, these are difficult concepts to perhaps compare and contrast, but I think you get that idea, you know, visually kind of looking at the, the two energies that we're talking about. Intuition can be sparks of creativity that come out of nowhere. And, you know, I, Jonas Salk, who was one of, um, who's an amazing um, scientist, said that intuition will tell the thinking mind where to look next. And I love that description of how the, the intuitive mind and the, the logical mind can begin to work together. So we get a spark of inspiration, and then how do we make that into form, right? So that's, that's that balance and dance. Uh, we talked about the, you know, the, that intuitive sense that can help us make you know, clear-cut decisions about Safety, you know, I need to get out of here. It can also, we can also utilize that second, that second type of intuition where we are accountable or we get more information about something that's going on in our life. Or even that third, that third type that we talked about the last time where we can kind of get a more global um, knowing about what's going on. And, you know, I, when I do intuitive work, and um, one of the questions I get a lot is, especially when I'm working with people and we're learning about intuition, I often get um, clients will, or students will ask, how do I know it's my logical mind versus my intuition? And I, I would say that one of the major ways that I've been able to tell the difference between the two is where the information feels like it's coming from. For example, logical thinking is, is definitely more in the head, while intuition tends to be more either in the gut, solar plexus, or a heart area. You know, it's so when we ask about or we talk about where are you getting this answer from, if you can tap into it and feel, where does it feel like it's arising from? Is it, is it like a, a knowing or a gut feeling? rather than a knowing with your head or your intellect. So if I were to ask you, where do you feel that decision or where do you feel that information? Trying to locate where we access it can help us know the difference between the two. Intuition often feels a little bit different because, it, as I said before, it's, it's symbolic. It could be words, it could be pictures, it could be feelings, it could be just, I just know, right? I just have this feeling. For me, when I do work specifically um, with health, when I'm working on people intuitively, looking perhaps at a deeper physical ailment or something that's going on, I will, for whatever reason, in my mind's eye, I see these, the parts of the body. And it's, it's as if I'm seeing a picture of what's going on in somebody's physical body. And, and so I think that's one of the ways that I get it. For me, I can really tell, uh, 
it's just a truth. It often doesn't make sense either, and that's the other thing that we talked about the last time. Our intuitive voice, right, our intuitive part of us, often it may not make sense to the logical mind, but it's just something that we know. Additionally, I would say that intuition is often fast. It's, it's quite often the very first response we get, the, one that, the answer that arises without too much thinking. So, you know, when you're asking yourself a question and you just get that, yep, I just know the answer, yes, I should do that, no, I shouldn't. It's a great, actually a tool as far to use when making decisions. What's the first answer that comes? That will very likely be intuition. Now, I, I will say that logic can happen very quickly too. And, you know, so sometimes that's a little bit tough to, to differentiate between the two. But nine times out of ten, that, that first intuitive answer is the one that's, that's coming from that intuitive place. I've also heard that, you know, other people say it this way, that intuition can come in many forms. Sometimes it's a sudden flash of insight, or it's like a visual, you get a vision, or it could be auditory where you hear. I've heard many people talk about, you know, driving, and they all of a sudden got a, a voice that said, turn here, or stop, or look up. And all of a sudden, they were able to see something that was coming or be able to anticipate and then get out of a dangerous situation. So if you've ever had that experience where you hear a voice almost in your head that says, pay attention, that's that intuitive, that intuitive voice talking to you. Dreams are another way that our intuition can speak to us. So if you've ever had an, a predictive dream, I know that there was, I, I talked to a few people that were associated with 9-11 and they, they spoke about a predictive dream and one of them actually didn't go to the Trade Center that day because of that. So dreams can be incredibly intuitive and there's a difference between a predictive dream and then perhaps just some of the other types of dreams that we, we have. Typically, predictive dreams are very, very vivid, and they feel pretty real. Um, that's, that's some of the ways that I've experienced them or I've had other people experience them, or they've described them to me. Also, the, like that feeling in your spine, you know, where you get that, you know, goosebumps or, or chicken skin or that shiver up your spine, it's, it's, it's almost like a shiver of recognition as you've already known that. Um, certainly deja vu can fall into this category as well. So a sense of knowing that something has already happened, a sense of deja vu. Sometimes we even get just a visual, you know, of something happened. I remember um, a... I remember a situation I had with my sister, actually, and she and I were leaving school, and I left earlier. This is so many years ago. I was, at, I was in high school at the time. And I got home, and it was raining terribly. And I was a little bit worried about her because she was, I can't remember if she was driving with a parent or another student, but either way, I was concerned because it was just coming down. And so I was waiting for her, and I, I was doing my homework, and all of a sudden, 
I was I wasn't concentrating on it. I was actually concentrating on what I was doing. And I saw a very I got a very vivid picture of her being afraid. I saw the car hydroplaning. I, I saw the person driving, struggling to get control. And then um, I felt a lot of a lot of her fear, and I was so worried because that was all I saw, and I wasn't sure what happened next. And she got home about 15 minutes later, and she was white as a sheet, you know. And I was so concerned. This was way before cell phones. <laughs> and I I said, Amy, you know what? I just saw this 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 vision of this happening to you, and and she you know, said, hey, Aleka, that's exactly what happened. You know, that's exactly what happened. Gratefully, they were able to get out of the spin and were able to get the car back under control. But that's kind of a, a good example of that intuitive vision that just appears. So if you've ever had one of those experiences, you know, cool, and, and know that that's what that is, that intuitive sense. So the, the other thing that I want to say about that is intuition is as important as logic, I think, and, and maybe more depending on the decision that you're trying to make. Remember, intuition is great at answering certain things, and logic is great at being able to balance and direct and contain that flow that intuition gives us. And intuition, as I said before, really does not make much sense to our logical mind because our intuition tends to answer the more soulful questions of life, but not always. You know, if you're deciding on what job should I take, good to to look at the the logical aspects, you know, money, well, how much you're going to get paid, you know, what are they going to cover as far as health care, is this a step up, yeah, weigh, weigh those options, but then what's your gut feeling? What's your gut feeling? And intuition tends to, although we can utilize it for everyday decisions, it tends to be really useful for those bigger things. So when we're talking about purpose, when we're talking about love, when we're talking about an authentic expression of who we are, all that soul, spirit stuff, right? What am I really meant to do here? Who am I? What's the point of life? When we're looking at life and death and those bigger questions, often the answers, the best answers, come from that internal place because it may not make much logical sense. So... Based on these questions, you know, we, we might get answers that may not make much sense to our logical minds. So our intuition might tell us you need to move. I've had this happen to me so often. Um, I've moved back and forth over from Hawaii, back from Maui to the mainland, to Hawaii, back to the mainland a few different times. And there were definitely a few times where it was completely intuitive. Even logically, it really didn't make much sense. I mean, I could, def- I could probably make a case for it, but really it was a knowing. I, I have to do this. So our intuition might tell us to move. It might tell us to take a new job. It might tell us to take a new route to work. It might tell us to end a relationship or start a relationship. It might tell us to start painting, write a novel, travel, 
do more podcasts, um, you know, all those things. It, it might ask us to take risks that our logical mind may not understand or like very much. And that's important to recognize because our soul questions are growth questions. These are change questions. And the logical mind tends to like to be rather in the expansive flow. It likes to have form. It likes to have function. It likes to have parameters. It likes to have an end and a beginning, which is okay. I mean, right? We need that containment. But when we're asking questions that are big, we often, or our logical side, may not quite get it. So, by definition, our intuition gives us answers that may challenge our status quo or our ways of being that that logical mind lays out for us. By definition, our intuitive part of us is out-of-the-box thinking. So, it requires a really open mind, and it requires trust, which is the hard one, I think, where we really have to practice and put into practice what we're learning. And that's not easy, that trust piece. And it's something I myself continue to work on. I think I do better at it than I did, where I I try to access that intuitive where am I being called to go rather than that logical this is where I want to go. Hopefully they're in alignment, but sometimes, sometimes they're not. And I think right now, for a lot of people, we're feeling that. Um, I'm not sure if, if everyone listening to this podcast is feeling the, just the ramped up intensity of this dance between where, we're, where our, our egos, perhaps, want us to go and the safety that it longs for, and then the upheaval and turmoil and air of transformation that's, that's really showing up, that's challenging. That dance has become a fast one. It has become intense, at least for me, you know. Um, and, and again, situations really out of my control that I, my logical mind has no basis of understanding. Why would this happen? It shouldn't have happened. It's, you know, according to my logical mind. Yet it did. So, again, I think right now it can be really helpful to tap into a deeper knowing, a deeper understanding. And when we do, when we do that, things become a little easier, I have to say, because we begin to see life differently. Life becomes, you know, a not happening to us, but happening for us. We begin to look at life as opportunities to grow. Remember that second part or that second type of intuition. What is this for? What is this about? Rather than why is this happening to me? Now, you know, far be it for me to tell you that you don't have those moments. It's okay. We all have, we all grieve, we all change, we all um, move through this as, as best we can. And we're going to have those moments. But when it comes down to it, what would happen if we could look at our life situations, our life circumstances, and say, why is this happening for me? Could it be happening for me? What is the learning here? And that's where tapping into our intuition can be very, very helpful. The other thing that can happen that I think is, is pretty wonderful when we can embrace this sense a little fuller 
um, or more full, I should say, is is when we can come to life with a sense of wonder and an innate sense of meaning and connection. So we become more fully open to our senses, our inner and outer senses, and where we can take notice of all the whispers that are beacons you know, on our path ahead of us. When we are balanced with this, this, this left and right logical and intuitive side, we are working with all the, the entire compass. We see we're utilizing all of the skills that we have been gifted to, to move through this thing called life. We are open to more data and information. And we find that things become a little less complicated. We, we may, you know, we may let go of trying to answer these big questions with logic or, which is the flip side, trying to embrace flow with no form. And that's something to talk about because you may know people that are not lacking intuition but perhaps lacking, lacking the, the form, lacking the structure, lacking the logic where they have ideas but they don't seem to be able to get them finished. That's important too. And so looking at that and finding that balance is, 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 is important, is important. When we're able to find that balance, then synchronicities abound and passion and purpose arise and there's an innate sense of mm, rightness. It just is. It's that beautiful radical acceptance. Um, that is talked about. And it takes this balance. You know, it takes this intuition to the paint and then the structure to finish the painting. The need to move, and then we need to process and contain and find the steps to make that happen. We need both. So wherever you find yourself on that spectrum, and I spent a little more time today talking about the intuitive piece and, and you know, increasing that only because I think that's where a lot of us um, are, are a little bit more deficient about, you know, first of all, hearing it and then trusting it. But I will say that there, there, the flip side is also important. If you feel like you're very in tune and you have all these ideas and these knowings that it makes sense, yet you can't seem to put um, one foot forward, then there's, there's an imbalance there. And we really, really do need both. So I want to leave today with a quote that um, I think is, is a great one. Actually, two quotes. And the first one is from Brian Weiss, who, for if you, if you all don't know who he is, he wrote Many Lives, Many Masters. So he was a, um, a psychotherapist and hypnotherapist, and he had an amazing experience where it really opened up his mind to the concept of past lives. But he's, he's kind of big in, in um, spiritual circles, certainly been on Oprah a few times. But one of the things he said is, come from the heart, the true heart, not the head. When in doubt, choose the heart. This does not mean to deny your own experiences and that which you have empirically learned through the years. It means to trust yourself to integrate intuition and experience. There is a balance, 
a harmony to be nurtured between the heart and the head. When the intuition rings clear and true, loving impulses are favored. One of my favorites, talking about this balance that we want to create. Thank you all for listening. I hope this second little um, part of the series was informative. The next part of the series, which will likely be the last, is going to be about blocks. How do we remove them if for some reason we feel disconnected from our intuition? Are we blocked? How do we know? How do we remove them? Those kinds of things. Perhaps even how we can increase listening to the voice of intuition a bit, turning the volume up on that voice, and perhaps turning down the volume of logic and um, of that, that voice. I am going to read the next one, the next quote that I was going to share from, from Einstein, who actually speaks very highly of intuition. And if you've ever read any of his, his work, relied much more on intuition than logic in his words that, that he says. So I find him a fascinating teacher on this subject. So if you have questions, if you have thoughts, if you have anything you'd like to share, please feel free to contact me, www.alekasky.com or Mind, Body, Spirit, You. And I hope the sun is beginning to shine wherever you are. I will talk to you next time. Take care.